right, guys, we are back. We are talking the round of 64 for the South Conference of the March Madness Tournament. We are back with my co-host, Kent Carpenter, yes, and sir. back with Ryan Jones. The man, the myth, the legend. Let's jump right back into it. So we're starting with uh, Baylor versus Hartford. I don't know much about Hartford whatsoever. <laughs> um, but Baylor is one of the scariest teams in this tournament. Yep. They're deep. They shoot the ball well. They're one of the just 42% from three. Yeah, they are fundamentally sound in every part of the word. Um, they're just scary. They're like, like we talked about with Maryland in, in the past bracket. If they're hitting, it's going to be very, very tough to beat them if they're just knocking down shots from deep. And that also opens up shots inside and spacing. And it affects other parts of the game. They're just going to be scary going long in, into this bracket. I'd be shocked if they get knocked out early. Though I will talk about one team that has a really good chance to do so. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, no need to overthink this one again, Baylor. Yeah, Baylor is one of the two one seeds that are just the two teams in general that I actually think are powerhouses in this tournament. Other than that, Baylor and uh, Gonzaga, I think it's almost fair game for anyone. Uh, but Baylor, they have two losses this year against a very good Oklahoma State team and a Kansas team. So Hartford, uh, they're going to break their hearts, but Baylor's going to win. <laughs> That was really cheesy. My bad, guys. Break their hearts. Oh, God. On the next one, I guess. <laughs> All right, so this is one of the games I'm really, really excited about as well. 8-9 is always fun, but it's even more, more, more fun when you have two powerhouse teams like North Carolina and Wisconsin. And I'm very heavily leaning towards Wisconsin here. They are one of the oldest teams in the entire country. I mean, I think that they're, the average age of their starting lineup is older than the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> so... They, they're also very well-rounded. They have size, they have shooting, they have plenty of experience to pass the ball well. They play nice and slow, which goes well for the postseason in any, any level of basketball. I just think that they're, they're better in pretty much every phase of the game than North Carolina. I think that they are going to really test Baylor in the next round. I, I was really considering picking Wisconsin over Baylor, and still am. That's one game that I'm going to have to think a lot on. I, I think that we, we, just, we, we deserve to have that that matchup in the second round. I think that Wisconsin is just so much better than, than a nine seed, but they, they're in the toughest basketball conference this season. I mean, the Big Ten is just stacked, and they really show to take down some of the big dogs in that conference. If they were in a conference like the Big East this year, like, they would run that conference. This is a very, very talented Wisconsin team. They have the experience, and they're good at just about everything. They're very dangerous for March. I'm going to have to disagree. I want to go North Carolina in this Ooh. game. I like the talent on North Carolina. I will go with the experience of Wisconsin, and as I was saying earlier, this is such a toss-up for me because I like the um, veteran presence that Wisconsin has. I just feel like in this type of game, I think North Carolina may have a little bit of a, an advantage in just certain athletic aspects, and that is not to try and make it uh, about anything too deep. I'm just saying that I think North Carolina has a little bit more athleticism <laughs> on their team. Um, as a whole, that's all I have to say. About they did beat Florida State in their conference tournament, yes. I think, which is very impressive for me yep. because I'm very high on, on this Florida State team. But I don't know. Like I, I'm still very heavily leaning towards Wisconsin, but I also wouldn't be just shocked if North Carolina won. Yeah, they're they're dominant on the glass. They average almost 41 rebounds a game. Um, I want to see their you know strength inside against this Wisconsin team. Uh, first of all, it is so weird even talking about North Carolina as an eight seed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually they're the powerhouse and favorite to wins every year, favorite to win every year, even though they don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna actually take Wisconsin this game. 
you know, they have 12 losses, yes, but six of them came against teams who were top four seeds in this tournament. So I think that they are playing great teams this year, and they're doing pretty solid against them. I'm going to go with uh, Wisconsin on this one because I just don't see UNC being good this year in the tournament. All righty. The next game we got, this is the number five seed Villanova versus the number 12 seed Winthrop. Winthrop. Winthorpe, whatever. Winthrop. Whatever. Winthrop. Winthrop. <laughs> I like Winthrop better. And this just proves my point that this might be the most underrated team in the bracket. Like, I think this could be a really dangerous team. Um, and a big reason for that is their giant 6'7 guard, Chandler Vaudry. He is a do-it-all kind of guard, like, like I talked about with Preston from uh, Ohio. Um, he's averaging on the year 12 points, 7 boards, 7 assists. I think he's probably the key to their success. I think that's going to really go well for them playing Villanova, especially because Villanova lost one of their best players, Gillespie. Like they've been kind of on a downward trend since then. I think that Winthrop has a great chance to knock them off, and I'm picking another 12 over 5. Yeah, as I said, 12-5 upset is my favorite, favorite upset in the tournament <laughs> of all the upsets. It's just your favorite? It is. I don't know why I like 12-5 upsets. That's awesome. Fun fact, by the way, there's a, there's a higher chance of Three twelve five upsets happening in a tournament than a six than a three one seeds getting to the final four wow. or something. Really, I, I was reading something again about that today. So twelve five upsets are very common. I'm going to pick the twelve five upset. I got Winthrop winning this <laughs> one. Winthrop. Did I say it wrong again? It's a Winthrop. He's saying it different. Winthrop. Winthrop. I like to bring uh, entertainment to the show by saying college is wrong. So we're going to call it Winthrop this time. Winthrop. <laughs> Winthrop. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, Villanova lost their, their best player to yep. this season-ending uh, knee injury. Uh, Villanova can't really shoot from three without Gillespie. And Winthrop. I don't even want to say their Winthrop. name anymore. <laughs> the 12th seed in this game. The team that is twenty three and one. Exactly, that's what I was gonna say. They only have one loss this season. They got uh, Chandler Vodrin, who has three triple doubles this season. Damn. Um, that's, they, that's tough in college. You don't see many majors at all. Exactly. They can play basketball. My new favorite team, the number twelve seed that's playing Villanova. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, that's my twelve five seed upset right there. All right. Twenty three and one. Um, I like their team a lot. Villanova scares me because they did lose their best player, mm-hmm. and they did not look good in their conference tournament. I, I think they lost their first game, right? Was it? Um, I have to go back and look. I don't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head. I, I just have not had time to look at it. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Winthorpe in this game. Winthrop, however you say it. Alrighty, the next one, number four seed, Purdue. Yeah. Versus number 13, North Tejas. Tejas. Don't worry, I know it's Texas, guys. I'm no, just saying it. It's not. It's Tejas. Okay. Well, who we got, Ryan? So, I'm actually not going to pick the upside here, but I do really like North Texas. Um, they've played a lot of really high-quality teams. So they haven't really stolen any games from them. Uh, they played Little Chicago, played Arkansas, they played West Virginia, all on the road. And they held their own uh, versus those teams. They lost by no more than 15. They kept it close most of most of, the, of that that way, but I don't quite believe them enough to take this game off of Purdue. Purdue has so much size; they always bring these massive centers in. I don't know how they they do it, but that almost always just kills small schools like North Texas. I think mean, that's what's going to really 
killed this game and, and then favored Purdue. Yeah, like you said, Purdue actually has the tallest roster in all of college basketball. Wow, not that bad. Yep, they're tall. Other than that, the Boilmakers, you know, they, they go deep every year in the tournament. They have a chance to be in the Final Four every year. Uh, Purdue over North Tejas, easy for me. Yeah, uh, they beat um, Ohio State twice in the regular wow. season. That's a good team. Wow. Um, they, as Alex just said, the tallest roster um, in the Big Ten. It's a good team. I'm going to take Purdue. Yeah. Well, just don't don't sleep on that North, North, North Texas upset, though. There's definitely a big chance for that. Yeah. We've already picked uh, some upsets today. Our next game, number six, Texas Tech University. Or sorry, Tejas Tech University. Tejas Tech, there you go. Versus Utah State, number 11 seed. So I'm actually not too high on either of these teams, but I think Texas Tech is just a safe pick here. I mean, they've, they've played so much more in the Big 12. The Big 12 has been pretty deep this year. I mean, they've just gotten so much more experience playing high-level teams, and they've looked pretty good in those games. Just not quite great to the level where I would pick them going deep in this tournament. I think that they're just a much more safe pick than Utah State in this game. I'm going to disagree on you with that. I'm not high on Texas Tech. They've lost against almost every good team they've played this year, with the exception of uh, taking two out of three versus Texas, and they beat LSU by five. Utah State, of course, every guy I want to talk about, their name is hard to say. They got a seven-foot junior, Nemius Queda. Probably said that wrong, too. As I said, a lot of names wrong today. Yep. He's averaging a double-double every game this season. And they're top ten rebounding team in the country. I I think Texas Tech, they're just, they're not good this year. Or, sorry, they're, they're good. They're not sixty. That good. They're just not... I don't think they have what it takes to beat Utah State. I, I'm going to go with an 11-6 upset. It's not that same team that went to the national championship game. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for putting words into my mouth. You're really helping me here. You are a legend. And I, like I said, I love upsets. going to take 11 Utah State over Tejas Tech. Yeah, I actually have a personal story. My uh, buddy does not like Texas Tech at all um, for various reasons. I'm not going to get into in case somebody listens to this. Uh, we hate Texas Tech. And, um, yeah, so... Mac McClung, 16 points a game. That's a great two. He plays one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, their other guard is Shannon. I think he averages like 13. That's a good backcourt. Yeah. But I don't know about the rest of Texas Tech's yeah. squad. And I, I'm not very confident in those two guys to no. carry the squad. I think they can go off, but they're not consistent enough for me um, yeah. to, to take them in a big game like this. I'm going to go Utah State. Shannon is a freshman, right? Like, yes. I, I'm not. Yep. I think he is, yes. He, he's been good, but he hasn't been as good as, like, say, Javonius Ramsey last year. Yeah. Or, um, who was the guy who got drafted by the Timberwolves? Uh, uh, Culver? Yeah, Jared Culver. Yeah. Um, I, he's not on the same level as, as, as those guys, in yeah. my opinion. And Matt, Matt McClellan is good, but I think he's more he's more highlights than production. I think yes. he gets a lot more attention than he really Instagram deserves. Instagram highlights from high school. Exactly. <laughs> So he is still a very good player at yep. this level. I don't think he's good enough to carry a team deep in the tournament. Fair. All right, our next one, very personal to Ryan. Oh boy. His hometown. Hometown, home state. Home state. Whatever you Same want to call thing. it. No, maybe I don't his, know if he's from there. It's home or not. state. His, is he from Arkansas? We from Arkansas. Little Rock. His Little number Rock. number three. The number three Arkansas Razorbacks. Go Hogs. Mashed potatoes, baby. 
Ryan knows what I'm talking about. Uh, against number 14, Colgate, the, the toothpaste. toothpaste. <laughs> we don't even have a script this week, so that was perfectly fine. We said planned. it at the exact same time. That was pretty cool. We are on a we're on the same wavelength here, Ken. I like it. <laughs> Always. Um, I don't know why so many people are, are picking this upset on the bracket challenge ad. This is one of the most picked upsets. Really? In the first round. What? Colgate has played four teams this year. They're 13 and 1. They played four teams. Four? Four teams. Who are they? They played Boston U five times. Was that when they had to wear the masks? I think so. Oh my god. They played Holy Cross four times. <laughs> they played Army four times. Losing one of those games to a school that's historically bad at basketball. These are fake teams. Holy Cross? That's not a team? And they played Bucknell once to end their regular season. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, they, they played great in those games, but who are they playing? Nobody. They've shot the ball well. Who are they playing? They're toothpaste. Arkansas has held their opponents to, I think, 32% from three. And this is a team that is shooting very well from three. They're going at those same looks on this team. I, mean, I think that Arkansas just has too many good athletes for them to keep up with. And I think size is going to be a huge issue in, in this game. They don't have one guy who can guard Moses Booty, who was the SEC freshman of the year, averaging like 17 inch points a game. I think he's just going to absolutely dominate, get to the paint at will, get lots of free throw attempts. It would take a very, very good shooting performance from Colgate to even make, make this game close, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much to say here. Arkansas was a top 10 team this year um, in a very good SEC conference, and they're playing against a toothpaste brand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, 99% of... Dentists may recommend Colgate to prevent cavities, <laughs> but uh, only 1% recommend them to take a dub against Arkansas. <laughs> so I'm going to take Arkansas. Go Hogs. Yes, I think Arkansas is going to brush their teeth for Colgate this game. Uh, Arkansas won 12 of their final 13 games. They're a good team. I'm taking Arkansas by 30. So Colgate is like way up there, like the like net rating, like all these... Like, yeah, because they paid 10 games. That's the thing. They... they their conference hasn't played non-conference games to like judge where their conference yeah. sits. Yep. So you're just judging the numbers themselves against that bubble. And I think that's just created a really weird place in the stats where yep. they're stats are just really overblown. Yeah. And they're not nearly as good as those stats show. I think people are really falling in that trap. Can we can we just talk about it real quick? We just made in a two minute span five toothpaste jokes about Colgate. In yeah. college basketball. Wait, how right. can we not? Like it's the easiest thing on earth. No, it is it's, it's like funny. If the team was called Charmin, like it'd be really easy to just be like, man, their toilet. Arkansas paper. was gonna wipe the court with Charmin. Yes, exactly. Alrighty. Well, the next one, another seven tens. Game, we got yep. seven, Florida, go Gators, and number 10, Virginia Tech. Gator chomp, baby. Okay, so Florida's really, really rebounded after losing Calvin Johnson, who I was yep. very high on early on in the season. Yes. Um, Boy, Trey Mann's really stepped, stepped up for them. They really carried this team to where, where they are now. They have some solid results in conference, so they lost one they probably would have liked. I'm going with Florida. I just think they're a safer bet than Virginia Tech, although they, they have some good results on their own, but... I think that Trey Mann is the kind of guy who's going to take over in the, in the postseason. And I'm, I'm putting a lot of stock in him and this Florida team. I'm going to I'm gonna take Virginia Tech in this one. They beat some good teams. They beat Villanova. They beat Virginia. They beat Clemson. Uh, they did have five of their last eight games canceled due to COVID. So that might be an issue there with uh, their rhythm. 
But I'm I'm gonna take Virginia Tech because I love ten seven updates upsets. Updates. Ten seven updates. <laughs> I can't talk today. All those Colgate, uh, Colgate jokes Joe's got me messed up. Ten seven upset is my second favorite upset yeah. behind twelve five. Okay. I'm gonna take the ten seed Virginia Tech. Uh, disagree. I'm gonna go with Mr. Ryan here. Uh, Gator Chomp. I grew up watching the Florida Gators on SEC in the morning. That uh, that theme song that comes on on Saturday mornings when they're playing um, SEC basketball is literally my favorite thing on earth, and it's also the March Madness theme song. Or, um, you know, it's, just, it's been too long. CBS. <laughs> we didn't have March Madness last year. It's, had, it's not so fresh on my mind. Ryan, it, Ryan is wearing a shirt that says March Sadness yeah, because we didn't have a tournament last March year. March Sadness 2020. Give me Florida. Um, I think man's averaging, what, like 16 and a half points, six rebounds, four assists. I mean, that's that's a player for you. I think um, that's going to be a fun guy to watch in this game. And I, I'm going to take Florida. The next game. Number two, Ohio State University. Sorry, the Ohio State the University no, no, no. versus Oral Roberts University, a school I didn't even know existed until they somehow put up 22 against LSU baseball last week. I'd never heard of Oral Roberts University. Oral Roberts. Do they do they brush with uh Colgate? Colgate. Oral. <laughs> Oral B. When I went to watch some uh, first round games back in 2019, I stayed uh, across the street in Tulsa from that school. So that, that's why I, I, I know who they are. Okay. Yeah, well, all I'm going to say is Oral Roberts University, they may be able to somehow beat LSU, but I don't think they're going to beat OSU nope. in the tourney. I'm yeah. taking Oklahoma, Ohio State University. <laughs> the Ohio State well, One thing to watch out for, though, these high volume. Guard scores, yeah, really do tend to thrive in the tournament. Yes, Oral Roberts has the nation's leading scorer, so that is something to watch. I mean, if he just goes nuclear one game, yeah, anything can happen. Anything can happen. But I think Ohio State is just too well rounded for that. Um, I mean, Oral Roberts is only a four seed in their own conference tournament. They probably they weren't the best team to start to finish, and I think that's just Ohio State just has too much to offer unless that. That one scorer just has a monster game and yeah. has some help on top of it. It's gonna be a pretty one-sided game. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you already give me, your input? Give me yeah, I'll have to say that's an easy one for me. Uh, I like potential to go crazy, like you just said. Uh, Twenty-four and a half points a game for that leading scorer, um, but uh, yeah, I think I'll have to say. Be, be there, there or, or be, be square, square baby.